0: States have endorsed same-sex marriage. It's becoming much less of a prohibitive kind of issue than it used to be. What's your view now? You know, Piers, it really never changes because mine was mine's based out of the Scripture. That's what I believe that the Scripture says that that homosexuality is a sin. So, it, you know, I believed it before and I still believe it now. Again, I would just reiterate what I said. I'm not after. I'm not mad at anybody. I don't dislike anybody. But you know. You know, respecting my faith and believing, you know, in in what the Scripture says. That's the best way I can interpret it. But, I mean, shouldn't the Scripture be dragged kicking and screaming into the modern age? I mean, we were talking before the break about the issue about eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Not everything in the Scriptures, really, is in my view, conducive to modern life. I mean, like everything else, doesn't it have to move with the times? And isn't it down again to people like you to interpret it in a way that evolves? When you're you're known as a very progressive preacher. Sure. Well, we want to be progressive, but sometimes I just, when I read it, I can't see how you would change that, just like you wouldn't, you know, change some other main things, you know, in the scripture. I just, I don't see how that you know if you don't have a basis of truth and that's what I base mine off of the scripture everybody else does it and I don't fault them if they don't but this is just the way I choose to, to live my life and, and what I teach based out of the scripture so I don't think you know I think you know personally 200 years from now the scripture is still going to say that
1: Amen my brothers and my sisters it's your brother well that was our brother, Joe Osteen. A lot of you guys uh, like Joe Osteen, my brothers and sisters do. And Joe Osteen is just telling you like it is, you know, gay marriage. Based on the scriptures, the scriptures tell you otherwise. But nowadays, you know, everybody want to look at it and tell you that, well, the Bible is outdated. The scriptures never change. But to some people, anything to satisfy their own lusts, in their own beliefs, but the scriptures never change. Well, first of all, I want to talk about husband. What is a husband? A husband is a male in a marital relationship who may also be referred to As a spouse or partner. That's a husband. Now in anywhere in that definition, meaning, or however you want to call it, does it say a female is a husband. It says a male in a marital relationship. That's what it says. That's a husband. Now. What is a wife? A wife is a female partner in a continuing marital relationship. A wife is a female partner in a continuing marital relationship. Sometimes my words come out a little bit crazy, but hell, you know what I mean. But... Nowadays, you know, with the gay marriages all over the country, the world is basically turning into a modern Sodom and Gomorrah. Gay people are allowed to go to church. I I never said that. But the thing about it, when I say things, sometimes they they take it uh they take it a little bit further than what I really said. Of course, gay people are allowed in church. Jesus Christ loved everybody just because he don't want gay people to be married don't necessarily mean you can't go to church but working in a church and all that kind of stuff when you have a certain lifestyle sometimes it's just not right to be doing certain things in a church not until you get your life back in order and a lot of times it takes time if, it, if you became, you didn't become gay overnight, it took a while before you realized, and some claim that they became gay when they was born. Or they were, they felt these certain needs. So, you know, it is what it is. So I just want to say a little bit about that opening clip. The reason why I started with Claude Osteen is because. I'm sorry, Joel Osteen, Claude Osteen was a pitcher for the Dodgers back in the day. I started with uh, Joel Osteen is because a lot of times, you know, my brothers and sisters, sometimes they have to hear it out of a white man's mouth because I have also uh, contradicting uh, video clips, audio clips from our our brother T.D. Jakes on his thoughts, which I'll play in another episode, but in this particular episode, we're just going to talk about, you know, the Queen James Bible, and we're going to talk about gay marriages. And what do you think? But the, the scriptures, people will always find a scripture that will support whatever their idea is, and then they'll try to convince you to believe that their part of the scripture, that they're... Uh, talking about that supports their ideology is real and yours is wrong. That's why if you don't understand the Bible, you're never going to understand people when they're sitting up there lying to you about the Bible and the scriptures. Because there's things in the scriptures that are real and there's things in the scriptures that you might have to shake your head on a little bit. But anyway, in supporting a gay marriage or not supporting the gay marriage. And these are scriptures. This is words from Jesus, out of Jesus's mouth. You know, the red in the Bible is considered Jesus's thoughts, his mind, his wording, whatever. Now this is taken out of the New Testament. This is Mark 10. I'm gonna read Mark 6 through eight. It says, In Mark 10, 6 through 8, Jesus talking. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. That's verse 6. In the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. You see, he doesn't say male and male or female and female. He says male and female. Number seven, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. Number seven again, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. When he leaves his father and mother's house, And he gets himself a wife. He didn't say get himself a husband. He said get himself a wife. Meaning when you leave, whether you get a wife, you don't get a man. You get a girlfriend or a wife. But you don't get a man. Or a male. However you guys want to put it. In Mark ten eight, this is number eight, and they twine shall be one flesh. So then, they are no more twine, but one flesh. I'm gonna say it again. And they twine shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twine, but one flesh. When a man and a woman come together, I'm not talking about a man and a woman being girlfriend and they twine. That's not scripture. I'm talking about a man and a woman when they twine and they come together, they're one, they're married. Remember, when you get married, you become one, one, not two, not one, not male, male, not female, female. You become male and female. You twine and you become one. See, nowadays, a lot of things aren't taught in scriptures the proper way they should. And I'm not a pastor and I'm not trying to be a pastor. A lot of people may take it and think I'm trying to be a pastor. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a pastor. I'm just putting some things out there that need to be talked about. And a lot of times, people don't want to hear about them. So, I don't mind talking about them. And that is in Mark 10, 6 through 8. It's in the red, depending on your King James Bible, or whatever Bible you may have, it should be in the red. And that was Jesus. Those are Jesus's words. They're not mine. They're Jesus's words through Mark. Then we go to Genesis, the beginning. Those of you who know Genesis, you know, it's the first book in the Bible, Genesis. And it says, this is Genesis 2 and 24. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Now, that's in Genesis 2.24. Now, you take the Old Testament and you take the New Testament, and it says, A man and woman. It doesn't say man and man or female and female. It says man and woman. And that is the beginning and that is in the New Testament. That's for you old Christians and that's for you new Christians. You got to put it that way sometimes because they don't understand. Now, I'm going to give you another one. Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians 4 and 15, 4 and 15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, say it again, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Now, what I believe that scripture is telling you, when growing, you're growing in truth. When you're studying the word, you're studying the word for the truthfulness that it's supposed to be. And when you're growing in Christ, You're growing in what Christ believed. And you know, Jesus the Christ, not Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, because Jesus was the Christ. And Jesus was all about one thing. He was all about the truth, the truth. So when you're growing in him, you're growing in truth. There are some other scriptures I want you to check out. Uh, Leviticus 18 and 22. Leviticus 20 and 13. Now, when you're reading these scriptures, I want you to read the whole thing if you decide to read. It's up to you. It's your business. Do You You do, you do, you don't, you don't. It's your business. And you check out the book of Romans. Romans, the first chapter. And just read it and then immerse your mind into what is being said. If you don't understand it after you read it, then pray and ask God to help you read it in spirit but you know how i feel about reading things and understanding things to get the true meaning and the true understanding is when you are in spirit of the lord jesus the christ now i'm going to talk a little bit about or actually i'm going to play a little clip from our brother philip scott from the philip scott podcast experience and from uh this is coming from a, a YouTube clip. And you can find uh brother Philip Scop on YouTube. This is a pretty much old clip, but we're gonna talk about, or he's gonna, I'm sorry, he's gonna talk about the uh uh the King uh, first of all, let me put this out there. The King James Bible first was published in 1611. That was the first version of the King James Vis. I'm sorry, Bible. It was published in 1611. 1611, King James Bible, first published 1611. Now, this new book that the uh, LGBT community Q has out was published. It's called the Queen James Bible. And it was published back in November 7th, 2012. November 7th, 2012. Now, you take that big difference. You're talking about 400 years. Almost 400 years. So, the words of what basically they're trying to say some of the scriptures are the same to a point, and then there's some scriptures that have changed. The wording has changed to pretty much go with what their belief is, the LGBTQ community. That's the difference. I haven't read the uh, the Bible and why would I? But I don't go out there. I don't hate. I'm not hating on gay people. If that's your, your thing, that's fine. But there's a King James Bible and there's a Queen James Bible. A lot of people don't understand and a lot of people don't even know. But you know what? Word was, King James was a homosexual. My thing was when I first heard this, why would they name a Bible after a homosexual? I saw a, uh, a clip I think it was on History Channel or I saw it on YouTube, one of the YouTube channels where they were saying that King James was a homosexual, but he wasn't a homosexual and that there were people out there who didn't like him. So they put it out that he was a homosexual. How true that is, I don't know. I'm not going to sit and debate no one on whether this man was a homosexual and whether He wasn't a homosexual. That is not what I do. And that's what I'm not going to get off into with something that happened 400 years ago. So, in saying that, I'm going to let our brother, Philip Scott, speak a little bit on what he thinks and what he believes. Hold on. Let me fire up this clip for you. Version Bible. It is a gay-friendly Bible. It removes all references to homosexuality in the Bible itself and make it to be where it's not sinful or removed all the way around. Now, I'm going to approach this video
0: just a little different than how I normally approach some things due to the fact of my beliefs also. This people may believe like I believe, and if you don't, that's not up for debate. But what I'm going to say is this. Just because that you remove the words doesn't mean the words don't apply. It's like you have a law. You don't like the law. So you try to seek to say, you know what, I'm going to create something with the same laws or I'm going to change it. doesn't mean that law doesn't apply to you even though you just changed it underwriting what the city and the state and federal government has said as the law you must follow whether you like it or not. There are things in the word of God and things in the scripture that you got to follow, whether you like it or not. Whether you don't agree with it or not, period. Now, i have one that's read through the Bible myself twice. I've read through the New Testament numerous of times.
1: There's a lot of things people
0: tell you about the Bible that's complete lies. By me reading it myself, I've seen that. And there's some truths in the Bible that I didn't even know that were there. But I had to read the Bible to see that I actually have more appreciation to the message of Christ than ever before until I read it for myself.
2: And actually, he was more of a truth teller. He was more of one that didn't cut you know no slack on nobody. He didn't care what he said to you. either you like it or you don't. That's why they wanted to kill him. Well, that's that's why, cause he kept calling, they pulling the card and everything he did. So. There's a scripture in the Bible that teach: do not add or take away from God's word, or you're going to have a problem. Those who wrote this, those who are trying to appease a demographic of people, rest
0: assured, you're in violation of altering God's word. You really are. And you're going to have to deal with that yourself. It doesn't matter if you agree or whatever you don't agree with in the word of God. You do not alter that whatsoever. And as I stated before, just because you don't like what's in it doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to you. So when the word of God teach that you should not lie, what? Well, so we should create a new Bible that takes out all references to lying, or the word of God teach you shall not um, kill, oh, I don't like that. So we're going to take all references to killing out the Bible. But if you kill someone, you're still going to be arrested. That's
1: considered breaking the law. My brothers and sisters. As you heard our brother Scott saying, and it's true. You don't alter the scriptures and people who understand pastors who understand this because a lot of pastors, they understand, but they don't care. And you got a lot that really don't understand because my brothers and sisters, what we fail to realize, everybody who walks around with a title. Ain't who he claim he is. Or just because you have a title does not mean that you a leader. Because you have, uh, as you see in today's world, and, and, and it's becoming more and more that we don't have as many leaders as we thought. A leader is not afraid of the truth, whether it be in a church or out of church. A leader is not afraid to speak the truth. Anytime you speak the truth, People want to come after you. Look what they did to our brother Malcolm X. Malcolm spoke the truth, and what happened? People didn't like it. Martin Luther King spoke the truth, and a lot of people didn't like it. John F. Kennedy spoke the truth, and a lot of people didn't like it. And look at our number one. Jesus, the Christ, spoke the truth, and a lot of people didn't like it. And what happened to all four of those people I just named? They all were killed. In some form or fashion, they all were killed. Murdered. They didn't die of natural causes. They were killed. The truth sometimes is very powerful. A lot of people, I'm going to say this part and then I'm going to get back to what I was talking about. A lot of people didn't like When Martin Luther King, I had a dream speech was good for today's Black History Month. Uh, Today's Black History makes black black people feel good. But, gee, I'm sorry, Martin Luther King was pretty much killed over the other America speech that a lot of people don't know. You can find it. The other America. That's the speech that pretty much got him killed. Getting back to the scriptures, you can't alter the scriptures, the scriptures never change. The scriptures were made when they were made, and you don't go back and re edit those scriptures. And when you do that, only thing you're saying is you don't believe in the book. Now, this book is a book which is the Bible that pretty much controls. Everything back in the day, slavery, the Catholic church, pretty much sanctioned slavery. And basically when they sent these men off, it was the book that they were, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, praying for these ships to go over to Africa and return safe with their, uh, the things that they did over in Africa. So when you look at it, the church has a lot of flaws express especially the catholic church it's like when you read these things you understand but in the queen james bible you're talking about the queen james bible and you know the scriptures have been altered to suit that community like i say i don't hate nobody i'm not trying to hate nobody and i don't want that put on me i was reading yesterday that homosexuality was first mentioned in the Bible back in 1946 in the Revived Standard Version. Homosexuality was first mentioned in the Bible back in 1946 in the Revived Standard Version. Now, everything that you read we don't know if it's true or not. So I'm not sitting up there saying it's true and I'm not saying it's not. But everything that uh, that you read on the internet, you see on TV, or even when you read in regular, regular print, don't necessarily mean it's true. But the principles always stay the same that are in the Bible. Man will try to change to suit his own needs, but they're usually the same. But uh, when you look at it, you got to be careful because this is the devil's world and they will put a white Jesus on the face of it. And that's what's kept black folks in line for so long, that white Jesus. And they'll never, they'll never, they'll never, they'll never, they'll never agree to it. And a lot of times white folks, black folks always say, well, you know, you know, Jesus is Jesus. No, he's not. Just look in your book, Look in the easiest book you can go to is a book of revelations. The last book in, the uh, New Testament, last book in the Bible, the book of Revelations. Go to chapters w- chapter 1, verse 12, through, was it? 12 through 14, 12 through 16. But black folks always want to satisfy others before they satisfy themselves with the truth. I want to protect you, and I don't want you to be mad at me. So whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe. Remember, those of you who have seen the movie, The Book of Eli with Denzel Washington, that was The Book of Eli with, starring Denzel Washington. And in that book, what did that book, the book that the man was looking for? The man was looking for the book. He was looking for the Bible. I can't think of his name. And right now I'm looking uh, for that movie so I can give you his name. The one who, oh, here we go The Book of Eli. I got a library of videos, uh, VHS tapes, a library of CDs, library of DVDs, library of books, library of everything. Wait a minute, let me put my glasses on. What was our brother's name? Brother, 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 brother. The brother who was out there, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was the one playing the white guy who wanted the book so he could control the world. Because in a book, he tells you this book is powerful. It's powerful. The power of this book, it keeps the world in line. And if you look at the Bible today, The Bible has lost a little bit of its luster as far as its power goes, but it's still a powerful book because when you look at the book, look at how the world was without the book, Solomon Gomorrah, all the crazy, lustful, lascivious type of behavior that was going on back in those days. And then you look at the the world with the book and how the book pretty much calmed everything down. But see, the rabble-rousing is rousing up and it's been rousing up uh, uh, uh revving up, let's say, for the last decade and a half or so. It's been longer, but you know, as far as the gay side in the gay community has really come up and flourished. Remember, before Ellen came out, when Ellen came out, it seems like that was pretty much the start. And then when Obama stepped in the house and started saying that, oh, it's okay for gays to be married. And next thing you know, you got an explosion. The gay community is more powerful than the black community. The black community has no power when the gay community has All the power. Your people in Hollywood, in entertainment, they like to say is run by the gay community. How true? I don't know. And I really don't care because I'm not in that community. But the community, the LGBTQ community has a lot of power. My brothers and my sisters, if you don't get it together, inform and understand your power as people if you're going to follow the book of Jesus Christ the Bible learn the Bible, learn the scriptures don't just listen to what people say go out there and get your own understanding every man who walks around with a title and calls himself a pastor ain't no pastor and that's the, that's the godly truth. My pastor taught me, but my pastor was a good man and I will cherish his teachings forever. And that's the honest God truth. I will cherish my pastor, Robert Johnson, forever because he was a good man and he was taught the truth, and he knew and understand the truth. When you left there, you knew. When you left the church on Sunday school or Sunday morning, a Bible study, you knew you had something. And if you couldn't embody that something. See, the real truth will stick for you. That's why when you teach your kids the real truth, no matter what they may do when they go out in this world, they will understand the truth once it's taught to them properly. Some some don't, but, you know, the majority do. The real truth and understanding, not somebody trying to swindle you out of your money and every time you open up, they, I'm sorry, every time your pastor opens his mouth, he's talking about money and we got to do this, we got to do that, but it always talks about money, but it never talks about the truth. Some of you Christians you go to church, ask your pastor about the baptism in Jesus' name and how come we're not baptized in Jesus' name. Ask your pastor and see what he tells you. And then you tell him to go to Acts 2.38. Why does Acts 2.38 say one thing in the New Testament and you say something else? Ask your pastor and see what he says to you. And if he can't answer that correctly, then chances are you probably need to bounce. When I say bounce, you probably need to leave. But I'm going to play this last clip. It's a little bit of a funny clip. It's about a, uh, a white guy and I believe it's his wife. And his name is Harlan. And he's about to have a little bit of Bible study. And they're going to talk about the queen and <laughs> the king and queen versions of the Bible. It's a, it's a little funny clip. I wanted to leave you with this, but check it out. Let me get it. Let me fire it up for you. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy, but check it out.
0: Bible study. Here comes somebody now for the, the Bible study. This is the King James Version of the Bible. It says, Holy Bible. <laughs> a good old-fashioned Bible study. Okay, lady, you ready for a good Bible study? I'm ready. All right, turn your Bible to Mark. I mean, to yeah, to Mark uh, chapter 16. This is a good old-fashioned Bible study. You folks pay attention. You're gonna learn something here. Alright. Mark chapter 6. Chapter 16 of Mark. Here you go. Ma'am, you you're not very familiar with your Bible, are you? Right here, okay. Mark 16, I mean Mark 16 and 7
2: uh, and 18.
0: Now read what that says.
2: They shall take up serpents. Well,
0: that's what this book says. They shall take up serpents. All right, that? now turn to your next one. to Romans 10 and 17. You're not a very good Bible student. Romans mm-hmm. 10 and 17. All right. Now, what does yours say?
2: So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. Right,
0: well, that's what God said. Now turn to Hebrews uh, 12. I mean, 4 and 12. Hebrews 4 and 12. What what does yours say?
2: For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart.
0: Well, that's what this one said. Now, what's the name of your Bible? Hold it up so everybody can see your Bible. What's your Bible? It's what's the
2: same name? as yours. It's Queen James Version.
0: Queen James Version? Why did you come to my Bible study with a Queen James version of the Bible? Look at that, King James Version, Holy Bible.
2: It's the same as that one. It's got the same words in it.
0: Do you know that you have just offended? all of my students of the bible do you know all the baptists do you know baptists once say they always say they can kill you and still go to heaven what well, you know this is an offense
2: this is an outrage this is the same bible this is my this is in the front bible. all bible worshipers my bible says the same thing yours does this is an insult same thing how can it this, be an
0: insult this is an insult the bible what do you mean queen james this is the
2: queen james bible it has the, in the editorial pages it tells the truth about where we got the King Listen, James. And the of the by birth.
0: hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That ain't the word of God. This is the word of God.
2: This is the same word of God as that is. Oh,
0: that's the last translation. This is the most. I'll never translate another Bible. This is the
2: most popular.
1: See, my brothers and sisters, you can confuse people. That I'm pretty sure that's pretty much an act. But hey. You can confuse people with a lot of things, especially when they don't go and look up information and learn information for themselves. I'm going to put that where you could find it in the, uh, in the comments under the video. It's Bible is Mark of Beasts. That's where you can find it on the YouTube channel. I'm going to say it again. Bible is Mark of Beasts. You can subscribe, and on this particular segment, it's called King James Bible, KJV, or QJV, Queen James Bible. But my brothers and sisters, that's all I got for you today. I just wanted to give you my thoughts on where this world is headed. And if you don't start paying attention your world could be headed there too. But understand this. Just because a person has a title don't mean nothing. Make sure he's living up to that title that he, she proclaimed to be. Because I don't deal with people in their titles. You could be the president and you see, you have a president, but he don't live up to that title. When the president lies as much as he does, he done pretty much gave up his presidency. That's good old number 45. We don't like to use too many names, but you know, 45, you guys know who number 45 is. A lot of pastors like the name on the marquee. Don't care about the people, but they like the name on a marquee because it looks good. You know, when you drive down the street or you put your name on a resume and you the president of this or you the pastor of this, it looks good. For uh, you know public consumption, but if you ain't living up to it, it don't matter what you are. My brothers and my sisters, I say peace, stay strong, and be careful on what you read. Be careful on who's telling you stuff. Check it out, investigate. All right, my brothers and sisters, enjoy your Monday. This is your brother, and I'm out.